Welcome back. Another episode of The Vent. Hack Daniels here. And my wifey. Say hi, wifey. Hi, wifey. What are you doing over there? I'm on Facebook. <laughs> Fachabook? Yeah. What are you doing on Fachabook? I'm just scrolling. That's what everybody does. And look at a video or a meme and go, hey, babe, look at this. Any good deals over there? Uh, I, I think Black Friday sucked this year. A bust, huh? For us, it did. Uh, but, I mean, we could be going to... I mean, cause it's because we're going to travel. So yeah, our desire to, to shop more this year is not really there. Because we're giving the gift of travel and experience to our kids. <laughs> the gift of viewing a third world country, you mean? It's not is, third, is it third world. Is it third world? What is it? No. What would you say it is? I don't know. I'm not sure on the classification. Nobody really says second, right? No. I don't know. I don't know what to call well, it. There's lots of poverty. I yeah, mean, there's it, yeah. I it's mean, more visible. Oh, I'm excited for that experience for our kids. I think they need it. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think I mean they, yeah. I don't want to say I mean not everybody needs it, but I, I It'll value, open their eyes. That's yeah, what I value like. our kids understanding like where their family or huge portions of their family came from and how hard they had to work to make make it out of their circumstances, you know? Yeah, my but my mom and dad worked real hard. But I mean, yeah, back to, well, we'll talk more about, we'll probably do some vlogs. We're going to start vlogging. While we're... Speaking of Black Friday, though, we did get some gear. We got some new gear yes. for, the, for this adventure, this little yeah. venture that we're doing. We'll expand a little, do some vlogging. What do yeah. you think? Yeah, because... You seem a lot more interested in that, huh? Probably because I... Don't mind very going island to island. Very visual. <laughs> I am. Yeah. Eh. I'm not. I don't really care. I def I'm, I'm into the podcasting. I like doing it. I like listening to them. I like, well, I like all this stuff, really. I'm interested in all of it. Yeah, Black Friday was a bust, though. Like, I didn't see any good, like. Where I felt like I have to have it. I didn't really see Well, you anything. know, I, I just like the videos. I don't Black Friday shop. I rarely ever Black Friday, unless you tell me to. You know, but like, well, like I, I showed you a couple ads, but nothing was like, I didn't see any, I didn't see name. any like blockbuster deals that you couldn't wait on. I didn't see any like running motherfuckers over in like stores. Thankfully, I mean, I that's, saw that one video where a bunch of TVs and I'm going to guess they're 32 inch because it was stuck. It was like two tiered on one pallet and people were just like yanking it out. Of the cellophane. Well, you know what I think is funny, though, is like TVs are like on sale all the time. Like, yeah. You, we've seen some pretty crazy deals on TVs. Like Even not Black Friday. Yeah. I think in July we got, there was like a 40-inch TV for $74. Yeah, remember we... Well, That's we way better than any yeah. Black Friday right now. Well, remember we bought that and we raffled it off. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't... But even then we, I mean, our kids got one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it's, I mean, that's way better. That's a better deal than... Anything I've seen on Black Friday. Yeah, I mean, it's not like top-notch brand or whatever, but it's going to last. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. like, yeah, I don't know. I didn't, I don't, I don't care for Black Friday. I don't really care for the whole um, idea behind a lot of the stuff. Like, I, it's obviously good for the economy, but most people, I mean, I don't know if it's good for the economy if people are going into debt for it, you know? Yeah, but. a lot of people do but that. But you, you, personally, you don't mind going out and buying things for people. No, I don't. You're right. I mean, so it's like you can't get mad. I mean, I like if you're to gonna it, spend, you better get a deal on it. I guess I like to do it all <clears> the time, though. 
you know, like my and what better time than Black Friday? Yeah, that's a good, that's a fair point. But I mean, it's like it's all one holiday centric, and I'm not religious, but it seems like that the meaning of that holiday is pretty skewed, you know, compared to what people actually do. Maybe that's just how I view it, but you know, it's my take. Well, on I it. mean, like people say, Jesus is the reason for the season. You'll go to church or whatever, whatever suits you, mm-hmm. you know, but. You can criticize, but that's their life. That's their money. Yeah. It's, I'm going to do whatever I want with the money I have. Yeah. You know, don't tell me. Nobody's going to tell me how to spend it, you know, yeah. but it's coming like you. You like to get stuff for people. It's coming from a good place. Yeah. It's, you know, so. I like to do it all the time, whenever I can. It's just, it's just how I am. Yeah. yeah. It's just what I'm into. Like, I have a really hard time, like, like walking by, like, sports equipment for kids. If you could give the gift of a, like a new sport, like I love that, especially with our kids too. It's hard for me not to go all in on whatever sport they're trying to do. I just think it's fun. Yeah. How you been? I've been eating a lot. Yeah. Me too. I'm on my break, and then tomorrow I go back. We oh made a shitload of food, and I'm happy to report that we basically it is not going to waste. <laughs> yeah. No, we we got through <clears> it. Yeah. And we're still, I love how we can make like second and third. Different like, dishes. Yeah. Like. Combinations. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. We're going to learn how to make a turkey pot pie. I am. Pretty fucking stoked for that. <laughs> I'm not a pot pie fan. Well, I just said we because you know I'm going to eat the shit out of it. But uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I throw that term around a lot. We. <laughs> so whatever. I'm feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty happy. Successful. So we talked a little bit about Thanksgiving last episode. Well, the girls did, but I think it was a success. I was glad to have family here. Yes. Like family that we wouldn't normally have. And it was nice because your niece, we've been saying, we're going to get her out here. Mm -hmm. We're going to get, and we finally got her out Mm -hmm. here. And it was nice because the kids loved her and she loved the kids. Well, what a drama free trooper too she is. Yeah. Like totally just got on a plane and like got out here. Like dope. (laughs) You know, and then like I got to experience a college visit with her. That was pretty sweet. Yeah. Maybe I just it, love how excited she was for college too. How yeah, her even reaction. If, well, even if she, even if she never comes yeah. here, like. But it's like she's looking. She has something to look forward to, and it was really nice to, to see what was on her mind, and where she, what she wanted to do. And she's not a, afraid to venture out, and I think mm-hmm. that's amazing. Yeah. For a girl her well, age, because cool. a lot of girls are scared. Like for me, it was extra cool because I've missed so much, with her. Like, to have that, to share that experience with her, like, her first college visit was, you know, pretty big for me. Yeah. It was, it was cool. Oh, and she got accepted to, what, two colleges while she was here. Yeah, so she so got accepted to Kent State. Yeah. That's in Ohio. It's, like, three hours off where we're from in New York. And then she got accepted to Fredonia State. <laughs> That's where her, her dad's an alumni. That's a, it's a popular school for people where I'm from. I mean, it's a, a lot of kids' safety blanket. It's close. They can commute. It obviously reduces the cost. I mean, her dad's an alumni there. I mean, it's not it's not a bad school education wise, but it's not. But she has choices. Yeah. I think that's important. Like Fredoni State, like you 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 might not get the full on college experience, and and that's what Maddie's looking for that like full on college experience, which Kent State or a school a little further away, that's where she'll get it. But I hope she gets into. I'm the proud of her. I'm super happy for into. her. Yeah, just super super excited that she's got options, and you know, she'll be able to. You know, she's like an elite cheerleader, so she'll be able to do those things and and have fun with that. Mm -hmm. Speaking of back home, though, this episode is kind of crazy for me. I kind of went back to my roots on this one, and um, 
coincidentally, um, I'm going to introduce an episode with my buddy Tony Trask. We did a we did an interview, but um, people know who have been listening. They probably know how big golf is for me and what it's done for me and our family. So Tony is actually the first dude I ever played golf with, like ever. And back home. I, yeah, back home. At, well, ever, but yeah, back home. Oh. <laughs> and then, uh, man, we used to do like fucking roofs and all kinds of shit. Like we, he had this like hot hot ass Camaro, like. That we used to, like, just another Camaro, too. You had the sticker on it. Was, yeah, it's just home, man. We're just going back home on this one. It's cool. <laughs> and it's crazy, too, because, like, um, where I'm from in New York, like, when you tell people you're from New York, you know, less the accent, they just assume you're from New York City often. Mm-hmm. They don't They don't even take into account how big New York is and, like, the, you know, the upstate, the western New York, all that. And I'm from western New York. And, and also, people might assume, if they're politically inclined, that you're left-leaning, and that's just not the case. Like New York is controlled by two population densities, and Tony and I get into a lot of that stuff. So um, this episode's fitting because of what's about to occur um, coming up this week. But um, give it a listen, and uh, hope you enjoy. All right, my guy Tony Trask from way back, man. What's up? Hey. Oh, what an honor. What's I'm going so, on, man? I'm so glad to have you here. This is crazy. Like, I talk a lot of shit on social media. Uh, but there you were, and there I was. Yeah. We reconnected after what, probably fifteen or more years. <laughs> imagine, like, right? I mean, dude, that that blew my mind. That whole thing, that series of events. Um, we'll we'll get back to that though. But uh, we've been talking for a while. I don't know if I formally thanked you for your service yet. It's oh. a great thing you're doing here. I love it. Um, honored to be a part of it. Seriously, when we first started talking about this, it was kind of just blowing around. But you took it seriously, and I'm glad. I'm glad to be on here and, and be able to talk with you. Yeah, this thanks, is great. Thanks for coming in. I appreciate it. Yep. So tell everybody just uh, so we're from the same town, and I mean people can make a lot of assumptions, but tell everybody kind of where you're from, kind of just how you view the world, man. Well, we we grew up in a I, I wouldn't call it a farm town, but it's definitely suburb. Um, you had your values there, you know what I mean. You never really thought about it. You and me didn't run around setting the world on fire, saying, you know what, I got values better than everybody else, and I got the world figured out. Um, kind of did our own thing. But there were a lot of people we looked up to, and, and with our small town, the politics weren't that bad. So it's never anything I really paid attention to. You know, I was more focused on having fun and fucking up. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what we, yeah, that's, that's what, we, what I think we were all really all about. Like, I've known yeah. a lot of things in life now um, that matter to people that just never mattered when we were growing up. Like, I mean, no. religion would be one. I think uh, politics would be one. Like, those weren't, that just wasn't shit we sat around you know talk about it was everything else man fast cars women ditching school that kind of stuff you know that's why i gotta tell everybody we were just talking about when i'm from new york they uh automatically assume down city you know what i mean what are skyscrapers like i don't know yeah i I, I couldn't tell you i've been there once and i really wasn't that thrilled i was more aggravated the whole time (laughs) so the way i used to describe buffalo to people was like bro you could you could literally cross you could come out of canada cross the bridge a gorgeous lake through the city and be into Amish country like within an hour. Yeah. And most people would just, would, it's, it's baffling to them. Yep. While, them. while passing the Indian reservation. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like our town that we grew up in has literally like every um, sort of, uh, I don't even know what the technical term is, like what socioeconomical kind of uh, area, like every. Everything, man. Layman's terms, everything. You had, you had 
we had black people, we had white people, we had Indians, we had, uh, I was friends with Asian people, you know what I mean? They had everything there and, and you didn't even notice that back then. No, I don't think anybody ever brought it up. Now you look back and go, oh yeah, I guess that was, I don't know, we were just chilling at the time. Yeah. Now it's if you can't recall a story where you were, you know what I mean? It's your attack, but it, it's, it's not just the, the area, man, after moving around a bunch and I'm sure you're seeing it too. It's this whole, everybody, the culture. I don't know. Everybody before us, or after us, I should say. Yeah, I don't. It's things have changed, man. Things yeah. Seriously, seriously changed. So you're the first person I think I've had on the show, like from my, from my hometown. Like we grew up together. Like that's that's a first. Yeah, we were. So I mean, this yeah, it's, this is interesting because I've never. I don't really talk about home a lot, you know. I don't ever because like I told you, I talk with three or four people and here I talk about stories from back home, but most of them are from my career, mm. you know, shooting yeah. the shit with my employees and stuff like that. Never my, my boys that I used to chill with and go to the beach every day and, yeah. you know, get caught in my Camaro doing 95. That was a good time. <laughs> that was a great time. Just another Camaro too. That's it. What a car that was, man. Yeah. You were the yeah. car guy, dude. I was not, I mean, you were definitely the car guy. You know, I, I think every, every class of like high school kids like has one. You were definitely. I wanted to be, I was the poser. I never had any real cars. Jamie Bouchard with that, with that beautiful IROC Camaro. He had, you know what I mean? Those were the cars. I had the poser stuff. My Camaro was a V6. I put a, I put stripes on a probe and Mr. Pimpin on it or something like that. You know, I was, I was that dude. <laughs> yeah, but you, you put a lot of work into your own stuff though. And you made it uniquely yours. And, I mean, yeah. I appreciate it. I remember, dude, I still have a hard time that probe you had. Like, I think you permanently damaged like my liver or kidneys. Cause <laughs> I remember it made me sick to my stomach. You're the, the kicker shit you used to having that thing, dude. It was in yeah. Yep, that back window used to rattle. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You got a lot. You packed a lot in that little thing yeah i had fun with that stuff that that was from my father man being a dj and stuff and the music and yeah. and I, I you know what you know the reason i did that because i could afford it because i worked my ass off for it yeah mommy and daddy didn't buy any of those cars you know that you were yeah, with me working did. on that shit yeah you did all that on your own dude that's right not not many people even even some of the kids in our generation like when we were weren't willing to do that but even my brothers, man, I'm I'm not the car guy by far. You we lost touch, but I'll send you some pictures. Matt and Andrew, mm-hmm. they Matt built some drift cars that are unbelievable. Yeah, and yeah, he put this this huge turbo and this VR6 Jetta he had. Damn near blew the thing up. Mm-hmm. Went and bought a brand new Subaru turbo that more blew that up. He he's got talent though. He's building a couple cars now, and then Andrew. He's the technical guy, snowmobiles and that kind of stuff. And he's had a couple of nice Jettas too. He's got a diesel truck. So I got old rusty F-150 now. Nothing wrong with that. No, I love my truck. Oh, man. Reminiscing. This is good. This is yeah. Interesting. I like uh, we could do a whole episode on this, bro. <laughs> oh, sure. yeah. so, so we connected in immediately, I think realized like immediately i don't think maybe we were like hey how are you and then immediately got into like what's happening in this country like yeah i I mean it was it was crazy how fast like uh our like we didn't take long to catch up really like we went right into it right like no we were we're pretty much on the same page we got a few differing opinions but you're someone that you you speak up about it and you turn me on to your podcast here and some of the stuff I heard in there is, I love it, man. I love it. Different views. That's what, 
you can't get anybody to do right now is sit down and have a conversation with you with any type of different view. No, and, it seems like, it seems like, uh, I don't know, man, people have been throwing the term around like fascism and some of this other stuff. Like, and I saw, I saw a really good one today. It was like, like, dude, if, if you're about free speech, you have to be about all of it. Mm-hmm. Even the stuff that is re- like repugnant. Right. But you got to be about all of it or you got to be about none of it. And that's it. People aren't willing to do that shit anymore. No, they want to censor everything you say. They want to be able to say anything they can. Yeah. Let's get that straight. Right. Yeah, they're going to sure. tell you how to say it. They're going to tell you how to call them, what to refer to them as, that kind of stuff. So what I've been seeing, though, is like even some of the – Pierce Morgan is an example. He's <laughs> a pretty outspoken guy that's been on the, on the news on different TV channels and all that stuff. Even he is like, yo – it's not, it's not cool to be a liberal anymore because like it used to be like, there's, I, I, I think people need to d- draw a distinct line between what a classical liberal once was and what it is now are, they're just not even the same. And I would say even, even for conservatives on the right, um, these have almost become like dirty terms. Like, yeah. I mean, it, cause even, even, you know, there's obviously uh, a right conservative extremism. That's not good for anybody either. No. Yeah, it's 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 been it's kind of baffling to see what's happening though. Right. And that that's you look at that cons- conservative extremism. Those people are just it's it's no different than the left ex- extremists which there are. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, there's on both sides, but Ben Shapiro, I don't know if you ever listened to that dude. Yeah, I follow him and listen he's insanely intelligent. Right. He 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 says he, I I believe he says I hope I'm not quoting him wrong. He doesn't believe in using the term liberal. He says leftist. They're leftists. They know what I mean because that's they share the same ideals. Liberals gone, like Republicans gone. You're you're either entrenched in one or the other. There's no middle anymore, and it's sad. Well, I think that's playing out with the impeachment. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think that's that's totally played out. Basically, uh, you know, I don't know if I'm not. I mean, I don't agree with everything that Trump does. I think he's. I think thus far he's been good for this country, and he's delivered on a lot of shit he said he was going to deliver on, which. Yeah. Whoa, that's a first, right? So but you won't you you'll only hear that fifty percent of the time, though. Yeah, well, I mean, the thing is, like, uh, you know, I could do without some of the tweets. I could do with like, you know, he. It's crazy to me that he is this like massive like executive and yep. doesn't act a little more presidential. But I don't, I don't, I don't really care though because at the at the same time, like, my family is not hungry. My family is living, but we like we. I have directly seen things that he has done things or changed things that have directly impacted me in a positive way. Like I don't understand why people aren't seeing that or talking about it because they can't admit it and they just want to impeach him. Yeah. I don't get it. Like they've been promising it since day one before day one, the day after he was elected. So you've seen the timelines then where they just keep talking about impeachment, impeachment, impeachment. Day one, day one, before day one, the day of his election. Yes, there's all the facts are out there. I mean, after story, after story, after story, I I listened to Sean Hannity a lot on my way home and he annoys the shit out of me. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a big, I'm actually, I'm not. But he's got this, this one rhetoric. He starts it out. Stormy, 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 Russia, 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 Texas, 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 collusion, 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 Kevin. I mean, he goes on for five minutes and he starts thinking about what, you know, he's got a point. Yeah. Every time they shut something down, they come up with something else. Yeah. Just like this. It's not over. 
I'm glad it's going to the Senate. I'm glad I'm one of the components. I, I, I want to go. I'll drag that trial out as long as possible. Keep all those delegates off those delegates. That's another one. We could do a whole show on those clowns. Keep them off the campaign trial. Make this thing hurt. And then when he doesn't get removed, what do you think they're going to do? They're going to lick their wounds. and They're going to sit down and go, okay, we're done. Damn. He's impeached, but he wasn't removed. Okay, let's try to, let's try to get him out of office. No, they're going to come up with some other hairball bullshit scheme. So what do you think? Do you think uh, – so you're, you're of the opinion that he'll be impeached and it'll move to the Senate. You don't think they'll censure? They've been talking about censure a lot. I don't think you could be rational and say that he's not going to be impeached. They're, they're, they're too far into it. Think of their base. Yeah. Their base will absolutely lose their mind. They'll lose their mind. They'll turn on them. Yeah. They'll go independent. They'll draw that side away. And, I mean, I, I, I am, yes, to answer your question, I'm of the belief he's going to be impeached. He's going to not be convicted in the House. Yeah. And then. Or he won't be. Re- or what is it? The Senate, right? He won't be convicted. In the Senate, yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He won't be convicted in the Senate, and then he'll get, be reelected. So in the Senate, though, they get to do all this shit again, right? Like and more. These hearings and all this shenanigans, like they get. To and all- more. Lindsey Graham has already said he wants to hear from the whistleblower. He wants to hear from Hunter Biden. I legit have my kids running around my house going, "Get the whistleblower." It, it, it's not a whistleblower if you listen to Mark Levin, too. He doesn't well, meet the statute of people, the whistleblower. Yeah, so a lot of people and, – and also, even if he did, I believe – I haven't looked – actually read this up, but the the whistleblower statute doesn't protect your identity. It prevents you from right. being fired, like, you know, in your employment. It protects you from harassment, retaliation, and, right. and that kind of stuff, right? And, like, I don't know – you know, in this case, especially if you – you know, I want to know if they're going to be able to prove that this – uh, whistleblower uh, talked to Schiff and his committee or his staff or whatever prior to this. Like, obviously, that idea has been floating. I wonder how they'll back that up. And if, by calling by calling Schiff to the Senate. Yeah, for sure. He's gonna he's gonna test. It. He's gonna have to testify. He, at some you got to remember, he's not under oath in the House. Right. So he's he's not even lying. as even as he presides as chairman, he's not under oath. So right. he could say whatever he, he whatever. wants. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I got riled up. Like Adam Schiff, for whatever reason. Uh, just absolutely fucking gets me riled up in ways that I don't even know how to explain. Like, I think his conduct is disgraceful. He's a piece of shit, no doubt. I like, mean, I don't know. So I, my thing is, like, if, if the left, if, if there were, if, if this was, so I don't think that uh, Trump's call was as good or perfect as he says it is. No. Uh, I mean, there's obviously some language in there that just probably shouldn't have been used. And, and in my opinion, that's a massive failure on um republican uh like staffers and the people that are around him like you like the guy is a businessman he's gonna run it like a business and there are certain things that you gotta coach this dude on right but, but he, at, at he the same time up, it's not, trump dude right right i get it <laughs> I, I totally understand that but i mean his call his you know the 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 narrative that his call was perfect i think is a false one i think they should stop saying that right. and be like hey look yeah uh, maybe this call wasn't that good um and you know we won't fucking let it happen again. But to, to say that they don't do this shit all the time is totally inaccurate. Like, like they, they basically fucking hold aid over everyone. That's well, son, son of a bitch. America's fucking daddy war bucks, man. We they give fire the prosecutor. You know son what of I, a bitch. We give everybody money and we, yeah. we tell them, Hey fuckers, like get your shit right. Or we're not going to give it to you. I don't understand why this is a, even a thing. Because it, it, because he's involved and they can think they can link him back to it and get him. This has nothing to do with policy, Mark. You know that. 
Yeah. I know that. It's just but Schiff part- knows that. So okay. They they've been promising since day one to impeach this president. Yeah. They ran and won the house on impeaching this president. What I think hurts the most for me when I watch all this stuff, especially when I watch the hearings, like I haven't been watching the news to get my, you know, to, to absorb this. I've just been watching, I've been watching the actual hearings. And what, what hurts me the most is like, I'm a guy, uh, you know, I, I grew up in the military. Like I literally went from high school to the military and like you're taught from a very young age, like, listen, you're not going to agree with everything that people say to you or tell you to do, but you got to do it because that's loyalty to your institution. That's loyalty to your chain of command. Like these are government workers and elected officials that can't do the most fundamental thing of service, you know, to your country. And they're just up there serving themselves in front of a nation. Like it's, it's called, to me, it's called ownership. You have to own it. Whether you like it or not, you own it. So even when someone says something you disagree with, you, you accept it as if it was yours and you carry it out because that's service. Right. And these people are not doing that and, and watching the impe- That's why I got so fired up the other day. We were texting a little bit. Yep. Dude, it hurt. It just like hurts me like to the core to watch that. It's, it's like, dude, you're a government. Of, like they keep talking about their service, 30 years of this and that and this and that. And you're like, okay. And now because right. this president doesn't do things the way you would do it, like your, your butt hurt, get out of here. Right. Or you hurt your feelings. Come on. Right. See, the, these witnesses, quote, witnesses. Fact, fact, come on. They, fact there's witnesses. no facts at all. <laughs> I, I like Bill Taylor. Not Bill Taylor. I'm sorry. The other one he was with. What was that guy's name? The one with the bow tie. Um, Boker? No. The one that it was Sondland. Taylor and uh, the well, one. Boker, is, Taylor, Sondland. Uh, no, Bindman, they were all hacks. Colonel. I mean, all these knuckleheads, man. What was this recent one? Thomas? Uh, was his name Thomas? That, that, this, this last recent one was just, it, I don't think anybody paid attention to that. I think I was the only one, in the, maybe you, in the country watching that one. I don't know if you remember when they came back from the break. Uh, it was uh, Nunez announced, this is the, the ratings are falling, gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I mean, a lot of people, well, I mean, if you want to spin the narrative and you want to, uh, you know, control or have an influence over what people are seeing, then the, the ratings have to be high. And I think that's what right. part of what they were looking for. But, I but think all, all of them just gave their, out. all of them just gave their opinion. Exactly. Yeah, it was all, and, and, and multiple times over, it was assumed or presumptive or this or that, like, and well, who's that jerk off that said like hearsay is better than actual evidence? Some, some, somebody said like, yeah, it you, was, um, it's how do you come the, out the publicly? Guys. Like, how do you come out publicly and say something like that? Yeah. Like, no. man, it, how do they say half the things they say, man? Look at Swalwell, that little scummy bastard. The way he sits there with his hands all preached together. Like he's some kind of saint. The, 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 these guys, they, they come back for the facts that the Republicans give with more hearsay and I heard and she said, well, that doesn't matter. That right there shows you this is all bullshit. Mm. They don't want to talk about facts. They don't even acknowledge the facts. You know, yeah. it's no, it, I don't, the whole thing just gets me so pissed off, but I'm glad it's going we, to the Senate. So, so I guess you could say that we, we are of like the average sort of American, right? We're the, we're just the working dads at this point that are trying to raise our families and like, you know, maybe at least care about our country. So how do you think, like, we can't speak for the whole country, but how many of us do you think are there? Like, where, where do you think the, the actual, I don't trust polls. More than you think. Polls, polls don't mean shit. Well, I, I think Trump, every time, Trump, 
Trump totally destroyed the idea that polls even matter. Yeah, well, the, the, the media destroyed the hype that polls matter. Everything. Hillary was winning until midnight when I went to bed on election night. I woke up at 2 o'clock in the morning and Trump's my president. It's fucking amazing. I'll never trust a poll in my life. It's, but, a, yeah, it's, it's weird. I, don't, I mean, because at least it, it could sort of help you. It used to be a, you could sort of put your thumb on an idea. Yeah. Based on but, a poll, but now people be, just don't, aren't honest about it. They're just afraid to say, yeah, I actually support this guy. Right. To go back to your question, I meet less people. I mean, more people than not that are, are on the right. I won't say liberal, Democrat, Republican. They're on the right side because they had different views of some stuff. But I do a lot of business with a lot of people in this area. I know a lot of people from the Northeast still. I talk to a lot of people from down south. I, I really can't recall one, one left-leaning or liberal or whatever you want to call it, Democrat friend that besides my uncle, and me and him haven't talked in six years because he blocked me after the first confrontation. It wasn't even a confrontation, but he, he lost his marbles. I don't see this overwhelming support they think they have for a blue wave. I just don't. Hmm. All the people I talk to, 90% of them lean right. somewhere in the middle. Don't didn't, like what he said, but. Didn't Trump, Trump flipped Michigan, didn't he? Wasn't that one of the, the yeah. states he flipped? Yeah. Yep. It's, so it's traditionally a blue state? Michigan, Wisconsin, Ohio, all the Rust Belt, man. So we're from, we're from New York. We're from Buffalo, New York. It's one of, the, one of two population densities in New York, but overwhelmingly i would imagine that the state is actually you know the average person in new york is, is i would say probably right leaning what when we get off here look up look look up the governor results from last year i think it was for, for when they reelected this clown again every single with the exception of one or two counties above the island red all red the island, two counties up top, blue. He wins the state overwhelmingly. Yeah, it's all, it's all population density and identity politics, really. That's why, I mean that's the big argument about the electoral college. I think that everybody has right is is that you know if if there was no electoral college, you could win the popular vote basically in two or three states in the country. And if if yeah, I mean if what? I had a sixteen-inch penis, I wouldn't be talking to you right now. I'd be making movies. Yeah, there you go. You know. <laughs> this is the system we live with in this wonderful country of ours that has gotten us to this point that's what these clowns they want to change everything everything look at history mark they're changing history look at all the statues they took down i don't care if you agree with it or not you got to acknowledge it it's got to be there to acknowledge right now you just you took it all away you can't appreciate it good better and different yeah i don't i don't I remember, so I went on a, a trip. I was in Munich and I went to Dachau. It was a, um, it was a concentration camp. And like, I couldn't, I, d I didn't really understand exactly why they left so much of it there, but it's to remember like how, yes. how bad of a time that was. Right. And it's to teach future generations. Like, yeah. So whichever side of any argument you're on, like to destroy the history of it is to destroy the idea altogether. Exactly. And the good or the bad that comes from it. The, the bad meaning something you can learn from the good meaning something you can carry on with. Right. So I don't, yeah, I don't, um, destroying this nation's history is a troubling thing for me. It's disgusting. I mean, it's, un, you know, it is, it is, it's unfortunate that there are people, um, I don't know if, if it's a learned behavior, they're being taught or if they just come up to, you know, come up with it on their own that aren't willing to look at our history for what it is and for what it can do for our future. Right. I mean, 
good better. I don't understand. It's, it's, it's frustrating. Yeah. It really is. It's uh, these kids now with this, this whole tech bubble. I forgot who it says, but there was somebody who's got a quote out there. One day we'll be able to talk to each other as soon as we want, and it's going to destroy us. Something, something along those lines. Technology will eventually destroy us, and it will. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you look at the – just you and me. We're what? I'm 35. you got to be 32, 33? 35, dude. We're the same age? Yeah. Oh, I forgot that. Shit. Damn. Yeah, okay, just, now, now I feel a little better. Just turn 35. Okay, yeah, well, I'm just going to turn 36. But even then, I remember sitting down to dinner. You don't answer the phone. You sit down, you talk. It was like, a, it was like, a, like, like you'd get slapped. Yeah, that was family time. <laughs> sit your ass down. Like, right, and you yeah. better be in for dinner at the table, and you don't leave until you eat your dinner. So that's actually something I've tried very, like, we lived a life on the go for a long time. Um, that's something I try very hard to do at least a couple times a week is to, like, sit my family's my family down and like just be present you know get off all the shit like obviously like if it's weird man because like if you know we're if you if you deny your kids like technology you're denying them a place in in their future like because it's it's in your face it's it's everywhere yeah but you have to balance you can catch that up though you can catch that up you can't catch catch the other stuff up right there's times where you got to be like get off it you know just forget it and let's just chill let's just be present you know yeah it's insane. Yep. And my kid turns into a different person when he's on them things for more than a few hours. He's oh, up all night. He doesn't sleep. The next morning, he's an asshole. And it's oh, just, dude, I have the same problems. My, my old <laughs> daughter, dude, is, yeah, she, uh, she can get, you know, she's like me, though. Like, and, I, and even you, like, we used to be high-functioning people on very little sleep, right? Like, we used to yep. I was used to hang out, wanted to do whatever we could do. But bet your ass, like, we'd be up on the roof the next morning, like, you know, yep. ripping shingles and shit. Um, turbo <laughs> our kids now like my daughter is kind of the same way except it's it, it seems a little worse because they're just on these damn phones like looking at all this ridiculous shit like they're not even they have like every little piece of information at their fingertips and instead they're watching like fucking kids play video games yeah like, have yeah you seen that? that's a thing right like your kids do that too what happened to fucking just playing the video game I thought watch other kids play video games. It blows my fucking mind every time I come in. Well, what's he doing? Well, he's playing this game. I said, well, don't you have that game on the computer? Yeah, and he's taking. He's got a fucking journal, dude. I don't get it. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, I but now, like, that's why. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if like there's linkage to like the rise of socialism in this place. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? Like, what are these kids doing these days? Socialism. <laughs> I mean, it's, dude, I don't, I don't know. Can I mean, you believe that word's even being said right now? I'm a little surprised. Weren't we still hiding under our desks in third and fourth grade? Yeah. Oh, yeah. First, and, and at least first and second, I remember that. Yeah, we were still doing, we were still doing drills like that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, man. No, I, don't, they, dude, I don't, I don't, I don't know where some of these ideas have, uh, have come from. Like, it's okay. Like, I, I just feel like it's totally, it's okay to like want to make changes and 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 find solutions that are considered progressive on problems right but some point it just got fucking out of control well there's too much identity to it now i think with social media and stuff you didn't have you you weren't in the face when all the policies were being made in the 70s and 80s and all that stuff now you have cameras and twitter and facebook and these people can't say a word without it being broadcast immediately i feel like back in the day like when you 
like elected a representative they actually represented you yeah like because like you you just had to like like you just they didn't have you didn't have access to them other than you just you you saw like whatever they ran on right that's what i assume i mean now like you can send a tweet and and change the whole conversation like it's insane that's what i'm saying like i don't i i again we're only 35 years old i don't know what the fuck a representative did i didn't pay attention to that shit you know i don't care everything was going cool there was no hot issue like this when we were going or getting older no not, not except for clinton clinton he was getting a blow job in the white house sweet <laughs> i love clinton that time you know so i started i used to i was like texting asking questions like i'm watching these hearings and i'm like dude i was a little bit too young i think to really take in what was happening during the clinton impeachment but like if they literally had hearings with the whole premise being a blowjob i couldn't even imagine what those hearings must have been like right because this one is like there's sort of some substance like with the language of a call but it's all fucking hearsay bullshit. Like, I mean, it, but at right. least in the '90s they were talking about a blowjob. At least it was interesting. I, I believe it was dumbed like, down to a perjury lying to Congress. I, I guess they got. I think yeah. I mean, he basically lied under oath. But the the whole premise was he was getting blowjobs in the Oval Office, right? Like, yeah. And to we, suggest that he's the only president that ever did that, you're fucking crazy. Like, oh, for sure. Dude, those motherfuckers, you know, they're getting laid up in there. You know they are. Right. Right. Crazy. So all, all this is doing is, is damaging the, the office of the presidency itself. Well, I think like I'm, sure, I'm sure that, it, you know, the same with Clinton, like even in, in those days, like impeachment is like maybe one of the most divisive things you could, you could possibly do. Right. But Clinton's was partisan. Bipartisan, I'm sorry, bipartisan. They, they had the votes on both sides. Did they, did they, so have you, have you gone back and looked it up? Like, did they actually yeah, have? I, yeah, well, they, during all this stuff, it's been in the news when they were passing the resolution for this impeachment hearing. Hmm. They passed the resolution for, for uh, Clinton, and at least it got bipartisan House support to move forward, hmm. as it was. And yeah, then, this time, what was it? It was all Democrats but two, right? And it was put, Republicans? It, yeah, and then that piece of shit Amash from Michigan who flip-flopped because he didn't like Trump. He was a Republican in, in the House. He, he flipped to independent. So that was the one independent you saw for impeachment. But yeah, two Democrats came to our side. There'll be a few more in the next vote, but it's, it's going to pass because they cannot do that to their constituents because they'll go nuts. I wonder, so everybody's been talking, everybody, I mean, the, the news media were talking about some of these Democrats in battleground states, like where they're concerned about which way they vote. Because right, I, they, somebody's got a list of them. I think it's like sixteen or eighteen of them, or something like that. Well, they're on hot water, man. Yeah, right. Like they're a frog in a in a. You know, they say like if you're a frog, you put a frog in a in a pot of cold water and you turn the heat up, it won't jump out. Right. That's basically what's happening to these guys. Right. You're wondering like at what point are you going to try to escape that heat because you're going to lose. You're if you keep going, you're probably going to lose in these battleground states. You got to sit back and look at it. Really, what do the Republicans have to lose? During this entire thing, well, with the Senate, I guess now now that I'm not as angry, I mean, with the Senate, uh, they're they're going to acquit him, right? I mean, so, what have the Republicans lost in this entire process? Just time and 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 being, money, and and money and being able to. There's legitimate problems like that. They're they have legislation like drafted for like you got <laughs> motherfuckers going bankrupt because they can't afford their fucking medication, right? If you live in the greatest country in the world and you have that problem. It's fucking disgusting that these people aren't trying to fix it. Yeah. 
Like, so, so you, we grew up in a place that was 20 minutes from Canada. Like those folks can get over to Canada and they can access medication, right? Yep. Being in Utah and Michigan, I guess it's, it's probably the same, but there's other people that can't, you know, the, the interior of this country, like they can't cross over to Mexico and get these meds. They can't cross over to Canada and get these meds. Like it's, it's a disgusting problem to have, dude. You got people. Uh, I, I think homelessness is like one of the most disgusting problems that it is uh, 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 such an advanced country like ours could, could possibly have. Yeah. And then you got sophisticated cities like San Francisco. That but, let them shit and piss on the street. But, and, and all they want to talk about is Trump. Trump and and the and and basically they're accusing him of doing all the things that they actually have done. Well, that's where I was getting at with this man. Look at look at you want to talk about a self-inflicted wound. Holy fuck! If I was a Democrat, I'd be losing my mind right now. What they need to do, if they were smart, if they had any kind of smartness to them, they would they would just stop right now. Vote. Get rid of this shit. Start campaigning. Look at twenty twenty. This whole so I think the Trump derangement syndrome is like a very real thing. For sure. Like I don't know who coined that, but it's it's baffling to me to see so many people like like when I was in so like during the Obama years, like I've said it a lot, like I was I was in the military, so I try to stay away from all of that. Because that's your commander in chief. Like you have to one way or the other, you have to support uh talking to the Obama years yeah their decision we all did I stayed but that's my point like especially in the military but everybody just rolled with it man like yeah. okay cool like yeah we didn't get the vote out right or they got the vote out bigger than ours shame on us in four years you get to change it I just don't understand like why why would why would a group of what are supposed to be logical thinking people uh support such a, a ridiculous way to try to out it just seems easier to vote them out to to it's quote weird. to quote Adam Schiff They've been caught. Mm. They've been caught. They're out. They're outed. You got the IG report coming out, this Horowitz thing. He's going to testify in front of Cong or in front of the Senate. Mark that down on your calendars. The report comes out on the 9th. He's going to be testifying in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee led by Lindsey Graham mm. on the 11th. So you're going to see all these inner workings of the FBI and CIA and all this bullshit coming out. Who's going to get indicted and all that while this trial might move forward with this impeachment sham hoax whatever you want to call it that they're trying to put on they're they're like you you, you coin the phrase they're fucked they're legitimately fucked yeah i don't know i mean i just i don't understand it just doesn't seem fucking worth it dude i i can i can sort of uh sum it up like this like we used to have like jarheads come through in the marines and like they would just stop caring and like thinking that it would just get them pushed out yeah when really they should have just did their four years yeah. because if if you the the fight to try to get out sooner oftentimes is nothing but ass pain and you don't get out any quicker right it's like right it's like dude you guys should have just like regrouped and focused on getting the vote out in 2020 you know what and I then mean? you got then you got to live with that what you did that that decision you made I, I mean, I said it right away when they started talking about impeachment. And, you know, I have a, a mentor that helped me, you know, referenced him many, many times. Um, he's, he's very on the left. He himself was against impeachment because it's so divisive. I think he, he, he knows, like, hey, man, maybe we should just vote this dude out. <clears throat> but um, I just think it's so divisive. And I wonder, I think Pelosi and Schiff, like, might have burnt their entire fucking party to the ground. Oh, for sure. But maybe <clears throat> in hindsight, it might be good for everybody 
because they'll come back a little to the middle because that's, that's just where they're going to have to be. The, the radical left here. Uh, like, yeah. You had, you had Obama on, on TV or radio or something the other day, quoting saying they got to pull dude, back, dial back, man. If, and he took our country more left than probably anybody. Right. If he's saying dial it down, like, you might you might want to listen to that. <laughs> you know what I mean, like you might, yeah. you might want to listen to what that man has to say. I'm just uh, yeah, and he was getting shit about it. Yeah, already, dude's crazy. That's why I mean, you got you got Kamala Harris, you got Elizabeth Warren out there spending everybody and their children's money. Bernie Sanders, who's their who's their candidate really going to be to run against this guy? So honestly, you think they're going to run Biden? I don't, I don't think so. I don't, I think he's going to get too damaged. I think his son, he's you know, done whether, so whether, whether they can uh, convict him or not, you know, or any of that shit, or he gets in any kind of trouble. I think just, just, it's just shady enough where people will probably turn, turn away from him. I mean, I was, I'm a big supporter of uh, Tulsi Gabbard. I don't agree with everything she does, but she's at least like a functioning human being that isn't just spewing bullshit. Right. But you know, you know what the sad part is because I'm with you there. I, I can't stand any of them. They're all talking windbags. Tulsi was the only one I could listen to, but now she's damaged goods. Well, she attacked, she attacked Hillary and she attacked her party. So, I mean, she, she defended herself against Hillary. Right. But I mean, my thing is like, that's what I appreciate about her is she'll, right. she'll go after the establishment and, and you know, um, she's a military veteran and, and actually still in the military and, and like her and, uh, her and Dan Crenshaw are two, in my opinion, she's been in Congress a while. Dan Crenshaw out of Texas just got there, but they at least are willing to talk to one another and like work right. stuff. Like they've both been vocal about it. Like, what the fuck, man? Why can't, why can't we just have those people yep. do this? Like, why can't everyone just look at these people and like actually try to solve some shit, man? Like we got this trade agreement that's on, that's on hold. Like uh, tons of Americans are going to benefit. That's from huge. That. That's huge. I, just, I don't get it. Like, I, I, I mean, and every and they and they keep saying like like you've mentioned it a couple of times like oh their constituents or their base is gonna go crazy like what the fuck what who, who's not, who, why isn't anyone telling the base like yo you're actually gonna make money or or, or like because they have to work better it's like fuck dude like, <laughs> it's crazy I don't I just don't understand like what where how how are people missing some of this stuff it's I. You know what I can't wrap my head around is all the stuff going on in, in, in California. And I've never been there. I don't think I want to go there. I don't think – I mean, it would be nice to see the scenery, I guess, but to deal with the people, just just seeing through the media, the way the media portrays them. You okay, know? so, so I, I've been through Cali quite a bit. Um, the media definitely it, – it's weird because the media definitely highlights some of the really, really bad stuff, um, rightfully so. Uh, not all of California is bad, but it's it's a couple day town for me. Yeah, you blitz in, you, you enjoy the weather, <laughs> and get the fuck out because, like, it's you know, like you go to San Diego. San Diego is actually a really great town. It's, there's a lot going on there. I mean, there's a homeless uh, problem there too. It's a little bit out of sight. Um, I've never personally been through like I've been to San Fran, but never in the city. And it sounds like that place just became a complete shit show. But even right here, even right here in Salt Lake, dude, we had a massive. Uh, town of like like on the street like homeless problem that they've been tackling big time like and and there's some really great success stories actually coming out of Salt Lake where these people like actually you know they may have got swept up in sort of this big operation but there's many many people that have actually gotten really great help and like people actually tried to help them and it worked uh, yeah but I mean the scale of what you're seeing in in California is pretty pretty bad yeah it's uh, 
you you guys are growing, aren't you? Aren't you one of the you guys, Houston, all them? Yeah. So there's a well. The thing is, like, there's a big exodus of people. I think leaving California for for many reasons. I mean, the wildfires are out of control. Though um, it's it's crowded. It's insanely expensive. Like it's very difficult to to live in some of these places. You know, you you mentioned San Francisco. Like, um, I've talked to people that were paying like thirty five hundred to four thousand for like a one room flat. Yeah. Like, barely getting by. Yeah. Know? I mean, yeah, Missy's cousin's a, a police officer in New York City. That dude pays like fifty five hundred for a two bedroom or something. It's insane. You, it's, yeah. How do you how do you even live, man? Like how how can you afford that? Well, because he's making a buck fifty as a police officer too. He's living off the city. But you got to be careful with that stuff, man. That mass exodus because those people are going to come in because they're sick of the policies and the the politicians. And what do you think they're going to bring with them? Yeah, no, you're right. So that's <laughs> that's definitely happening. Like people. People, folks, uh, friends of mine that are from Texas, they say that's that's happening in Austin. Yeah, like a lot of you know, Austin. The whole left thinking they want the the cake without paying for it. You know, yeah, it's crazy, and they'll probably get it. Well, I mean, well, because it's, the thing is, like when there's population densities, they tend to think the same. Yeah, good, yeah. matter, right, wrong, or indifferent. They just yeah. I mean, you can't, you can't. It is what it is. Yeah. The only thing you can hope is that people have common sense, which these days. Not so common, brother. No. Crazy. No, no, no. Not at all. So lay it out for me. What do you think? What, what do we have in store for us over the next couple months with all of this? It'll, it'll be fun for us because the next people to have it, I don't even know if they're going to make a big deal out of it, but next it goes to Nadler. And we all know what that big wobbly piece of shit's going to do. He's going to draft three or four articles of impeachment. They're going to pass them. And then you'll have the Senate. That's what I'm really looking forward to. Do you think that do you think the Nadler stuff is going to play out on TV? <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that they don't draft articles of impeachment like on TV, do they? I heard. I, I'm not too familiar with this, but I've heard that he still has the ability to call these witnesses again. I should think at every step they definitely would, right? Right now, if they try to go that, you never know with these people. I mean, you and me could could stop this podcast when we're done hang up and whatever we're going to do and 10 minutes later there's another scandal for trump on there that they're gonna you know well i saw some i saw some stuff that uh even nunez after that last hearing started drafting letters about possibly he found a loophole and was going to call some people and just keep dragging it out on the in- intelligence portion of it nunez funny you mentioned him I, just before we got on he's suing cnn That's right yeah for like defamation and shit right like yep say and the beast for that report that well, came yeah, up that Schiff brought up. Well, I guess it's – no, Sawwell brought that up. He, he submitted it. Sawwell. That's what it was. That's what it was, yeah. Sawwell. yeah. It's not based in fact whatsoever, I guess. No, no. None of this is. None of this is. So so it'll play out through Christmas. They'll go on another break and come back, and the Senate will have it. And I hope – I really hope Lindsey drags the ever-loving shit out of it. I hope he brings yeah, everybody well, in. Once it gets to the Senate, the, the folks that are, are campaigning – have to be in the Senate. They don't have to, but again, as, as a state representative, you think the constituents would want them in their seat. I thought they had to too, but I was listening to somebody. I forgot who it was. Maybe it was, uh, oh, it was uh, Speaker uh, Gingrich on one of the, the radio stations saying they don't have to sit in. It's not mandated, mm. but it's in their best interest unless they're, and, unless they're on that committee probably. Right. So if it's, if For, they're on, if they're on the judiciary committee, I'm sure they have. To. <clears throat> well, no, the, I'm talking about the Senate part of it. 
the the house part the judiciary committee senate yeah i don't know i'm assuming it's the same as any other committee so lindsey graham runs the senate judiciary committee right but then then and you got to forgive me i don't know the entire process but once they get to the actual impeachment voting process and hearing that's over overseen by a chief justice Mm. so and and so all the senators basically they keep referring to the senate as a jury Right. So, oh, that's that. At that point, I, I would assume that's when the senators have to be there. Yes. Okay. I wonder how far away from that we are. Probably a good three months. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I think the longer it goes, it hurts. Um, I think the longer it goes, it probably benefits Trump and continues. I think the Democrats are hurt either way, but the longer it goes, I think it hurts them more and more and more and more. Yep. I heard another interesting stat yesterday. The DNC is seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars in debt right now. Yeah, and, and the Republican Party raised thirty-five million last month. Yeah, no, it seems like every time, uh, every time they brought a new witness, uh, Trump and the, our, you know, the Republican committee was just had money coming out yeah. of their ears. What was it, seven million that one day, the first day think, or something? Well, I just think like when when it when it becomes like a, a rock, like a stone throwing contest, like people will just throw their money behind it just because these people are incessantly being attacked, like. Yep. Like fuck it. If they're gonna keep attacking it, just I'm gonna I'm gonna you know, I'm gonna help these dudes out. Like fuck it. Yeah. You got the you got the silent majority out there though. I I'm not worried about the election. So it's gonna be another five years of hell for the Democrats if you really want to answer your question. <laughs> I mean, I I think once they even went down the road of impeachment, I think they basically all but if history repeats itself, I think they basically handed him four more years. Yeah. And especially without having any actual fact-based evidence. Just think about the good that could be done right now in this country. And, and just everybody, if they were to work with half of the stuff he wants to do, just half of it. Well, I think they had them. They missed a big chance to potentially do some stuff on guns too. Yeah. That infrastructure, they were there. You remember that famous meeting when Nancy got up and threw her fit? Yeah. But I mean, I think they 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 talk about guns, but I don't think anybody takes guns seriously, man. Like, you know, I'm a, I'm a I'm a gun guy, definitely a supporter of the Second Amendment. Um, but I'm willing to go through whatever process uh, I have to go through to own my firearms to 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 continue to keep people safe. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but at some point they have to stop saying, like, hey, we're going to take all guns, even from law-abiding citizens. And really, we should maybe just focus on the idiots that are committing crimes with guns. You know, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't get the. So what, would, what would your approach to that be? I mean, full disclosure, you know where I'm at. I don't even own a gun. So uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not again, like the red flag laws are a little scary because they're, they're probably not ref- refined yet. And just last night in New York, there was a big red flag thing that you'll start seeing all over Instagram. Some, <laughs> some veteran got red flagged and there was a standoff. I, I haven't looked into it, but you know, so that's, that is basically exactly what everybody was afraid of. Um, but my thing is like, I follow the rules and I follow the laws and therefore won't be red flagged. You know what I mean? Like I'm a law abiding right. citizen. If you're being red flagged, there's probably some kind of concern. So, I mean, I'm not saying that's the answer, but I am saying that's a discussion, you know, and yeah. also there are, there are many examples where states already have like red flag laws and all these other things and they just didn't work like Connecticut being one of them during Sandy Hook. So, I mean, I, I, dude, it's, it's a, a horrible problem to have. I don't think it's a gun problem. I think it's a people problem. I think yeah, I, I could solve the school thing today. No, I today. mean, I know lots of veterans that would love to go protect kids. 
you know, just in general, just lots of people would do that. Can you, uh, do you, do you have any idea of the statistic on how many jails have had, uh, shootings in them? Probably not many, if, if any. Why do you think that is? They don't, well, they don't carry guns in there. Well, I mean, maybe some- well, I'm talking about somebody walking into the jail and shooting up all the inmates and the, and the corrections officers well, doesn't happen. Right. Cause I guess, cause they got protection at the door. Yeah, they can't get- like, like somebody to stop them. Right. Maybe a couple layers there. Yeah. This just pisses me off. I don't know. I don't know if I want to go down this road with you because I'll start venting really big time about this shit. Cause they've, they've, my kids schools done this stuff a couple times with the, the lockdowns on, on little stuff and then some other stuff that they just let go, you know, get a fucking policy in place. Yeah. You know that right there, just two little instances. Well, we got the email. There was a possible threat, but nothing big. So no action was taken. Mm. Right. Until the kid dies next time. Right. Yeah. So when they're inconsistent with it, that's, that's a, that's a really awful precedent to set. Put a fucking armed guard at the front door and that's it. Do you have school resource officer? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. Probably. You, you, I'm sure you have one, but usually at the, the lower, like the younger uh, level schools, they don't, they're not there that much. You won't start seeing them a lot until you're probably junior, junior high and in, in, uh, high school, but uh, school resource officers are starting to be a lot bigger of a thing. Yeah. But they can't, usually they have, a, they're assigned a couple schools in a district, so they can't protect them all. And it's just one guy. Well, then why not hire more? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you're right. That's what I'm saying, man. It's the kids. It's, I give a shit about all this other stuff. Your kids, the children, yeah. schools. Let's start there. Let's start somewhere. I'm not saying you got to have an armed guard watching one-to-one at all concerts and shit like that, but let's start somewhere. You want to start somewhere? Arm the guards at the schools. Put, put uh, metal detectors in there. Do whatever you got to do. Secure them up. They might not look cool. They might not look like a fun place to go to, but the kids are going to be safe. Yeah. We're at that point in age. I don't care about aesthetics anymore. I want my boy coming home. Yeah, right. For sure. You know? No, I agree. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a crazy, weird, awful problem that we have. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's something we have to deal with. Uh, like I said, though, I don't, it's a people problem, in my opinion. It's not, you know, it's a, it's a society problem. It is. It is. So hopefully, we can, hopefully we can fix that. We'll see. All right, man. I'm, I'm, I don't know, dude. I know. I think it's fun that, that we caught up and, and especially in this crazy ass time because we <laughs> talk about it, right? Like, yeah. I don't, I don't talk to a lot of people about all this stuff. Um, you, you being one and then maybe one or two others. Um, and my kids, my kids are running around my house looking for the whistleblower, but yeah, <laughs> that's shifts office. That's where he is. Shifts office. Um, yeah, I just, this whole, what crazy times, man. Crazy, crazy time. And it's not over. Just wait. We got another couple of weeks of fun, and then new here. And so I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be traveling. I'll be in and out. So this, hopefully, I don't stress out as much. Those last couple of hearings, dude, they, I really started boiling over. I was getting a little upset. You know what? The, I was over it by the last couple. The first couple had me really when he had the uh, Ambassador Taylor there and Sondland and all them guys. I was getting fired up. But by these last few, Jennifer Williams and and this other clown that was there, yeah, yeah. nothing. Nothing changed. The facts are there. There's another thing. You want to talk about some unfair shit. The way Stefanik, at least Stefanik, that representative from New York, was treated, gaveled down by Schiff, told her points out of order weren't valid, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's just it's getting out of hand, man. Well, we'll keep watching. For sure. Hopefully we can do this again. 
Yeah, for sure. Right, what do you got coming up? What are you doing? You just hanging with the fam for Thanksgiving or what? That's it, man. We don't go back for Thanksgiving anymore. We do Christmas. So mm-hmm. we'll just have a few friends over this week for Thanksgiving, fry up a turkey. and You deep fry? Oh, yeah. I'm so proud of you. I smoke, too. I actually got ribs and a brisket on right now. Oh, I saw I saw Misty was hooking that up on Facebook. Hey, yeah. tell, I, I, I sent her a comment. Yeah. I don't smoke meat, but my buddy told me if you're looking, it ain't cooking. And I, yeah, saw, right. I saw her open that thing up, man. You better tell her, tell her to be careful with that. She was following directions. We put the brisket on for two hours, and then she put the ribs on after it. So All right, dude. I'll, she snapped oh, the picture then. So I got, a new, I got a new grill. I got to build it, but it's got like the – it's like I can do propane. I can do smoke. Yeah. One side, I got one of those dual joints, so I'm going to hit you up, and you're going to have to coach me. You got to get the smoke box for it. You got a propane and charcoal probably, but you got to get the little smoke box so you can do the offset smoker. Well, I'll figure something out, but either way, you're going to have to For sure. I, I, I need advice, and I, I'm going to hit my, my buddy, uh, Kevin Paulson up, too. He, uh, he's, he's like one of those like fucking grill master pit boss guys. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, he's super good. But I don't have the patience for that kind of shit, but I'm going to have to, I'm gonna have to do it now. Yeah. All right, man. I'm going to be in touch, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look forward to talking with you about all this, and then when it, when it starts to wrap up, we'll bring you back. and. Awesome. We'll break it back down. So thanks for jumping on and taking the time. Yeah, thanks for having me again, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you. Later. All right, that was my guy, Tony Trask. Good old boy. Just a good friend. He's out in Michigan. Babe, my boo, Mm. where are you at on impeachment? I I haven't been able to pin you down. (sighs) I know you don't really watch, but what do you think? I just think it's there's better things they could be doing with the money. That's all I'm saying. It just seems like a colossal waste of time. And so it, you're not interested it's in a, the food It's plate. a room full of children just going, oh, I don't know. I, mm. Okay, so you don't believe in it then? Is that, is that a fair? Believe? Like, uh, you don't, I know it's happening. Yeah, but I mean, you, you know. don't care? Like, you don't think he should be impeached? <clears throat> you don't think he did anything wrong? I guess I have no opinion. I just think it's a waste of time and money and resources, and they're better things we could be doing with time, money, and resources. I'm just oh, boy. I've never done this before. What? I just got a real-time text that says, Hi, Amanda. It's Lenore with Bernie 2020. <laughs> oh, I can't <laughs> wait to have fun with I this. I don't get these text messages. Yo, peeps. More to follow on this. I will screenshot this <laughs> back and forth. Okay. But anyways... Here's where I'm at on impeachment, right? I don't think Trump has been saying, mind you, Trump is awesome. He may be the greatest troll ever. Like, did you see what he did? Like, he primed the media to just start yeah, running wild I saw. stories. Yeah. And then the motherfucker showed He's up in, in, Af- in Afghanistan, Afghanistan serving troops. Which I think is amazing. And then on the way back, after all this, think of all that travel. This is a 71-year-old man. Think of all that travel. On the way back, he waited for three hostages that he just got cleared out of Afghanistan or wherever. Yeah. So this dude is doing things that other people. But uh, you don't would, hear they, they that. They don't ever fucking give him credit for it. You it's don't ridiculous. hear that as much as what happened today in the impeachment. Or, yeah. So let me know. say this: the the call was not perfect. So a lot of people failed Donald Trump on that call. Okay. The call was not perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not impeachable. Um, and then the rest of this is just a fucking disgusting food fight. And I would tell you that the average Ukrainian hates the average American. Fact. I, we've sent too many Marines over in HMX-1 that have gone over there, and they, d- they wanted nothing to do with the Americans. So it's like we're fighting over this aid to a country that doesn't even like us. It's, it's ridiculous. In addition to that, 
there's so much bullshit around Adam Schiff. Even more is coming out even more. Yeah, now, I saw that in there. That news. it's like, how could this how could you even let this happen? I mean, I was too young really during the Clinton years. I could only imagine what it would be like to watch hearings about a blowjob. You don't remember that? Not really. I watched the news on that. I but remember I that like when when it's like, well, what is is? Yeah, so I re- so I've come <laughs> back like, and like, heard some of these things. Yeah, but I didn't watch the hearings. Like I'm at work. Like maybe because it's work, different. Because I was on a military base, and I wasn't and like that's all the I news. wasn't like really politically tapped in when I was young. You know, and I I didn't really start. I don't feel like getting hyper political until now, a, like a year after I got out, and and even then I was still not really focused on it. But I mean, these hearings are just a complete shit show. I can only imagine what they'd look like when you're just talking about blowjobs, like. That would be insane. <laughs> They're just slinging food at each other the whole time over nonsense. Like, I don't know. I mean. It, your perception is it it's nonsense. But to other people, well, it's th- not. So the, the, biggest, the biggest problem I have with this whole thing is all these people that refuse to take ownership on their positions. And the fact that the president is the, the man who sets a man or woman, whoever whoever's holds the office of the president is the one who sets foreign policy. And these other people have just been going on for so long in, in this foreign policy thing. And like Trump has come in and upset that and, and they're all refusing to take ownership on it. So they're just, they're really like, I've had to swallow that pill so many times in my life, like at least in my professional career in the Marines, like you're told to do a lot of things that don't make sense, that you don't want to do, that you know is not right. Um, and short of them killing someone, like you have to take ownership on it and you have to roll with it as if it was your idea. And, th- and that's how the Marines are so successful because they, it, regardless of how they personally feel, they just own it and they keep pushing. And these people, these career people inside our government will not do that. And now they're coming out with these like bullshit, like made up stories, you know, it's, it's insane to me. It's just disloyal to this country. Yeah. Like it hurts to watch. But I see, I think you've taken it on a different level than a lot of people. Like, I feel like sometimes you take it personally and like, I could see like you, you're angry sometimes. Well, I've just, I, know what it, I just know what it means to really put yourself aside and sacrifice for this country. And I don't feel like these people are doing that. You're also fighting for the right to do that though. That's the hardest part. You know I what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, it's, sure. it's not your... Like they don't owe you anything. You did it for your country and stuff, yeah. but they have they have rights, and this is how they choose yeah, get, to do I, it. No, I get it. It just it hurts. It sucks to to see people do that, you know, and, and then to drag this shit out. And there's some been been some new developments. I'm interested to see where it goes because now they're 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 directly tying Adam Schiff to people and Barisma. Barisma is going to be at the center of this. Even now, the board members on Barisma are coming out and saying, "Hey, we only grabbed Biden because of who his father was." So these guys are going to fucking burn, man, big time. I'm just curious. You to say see. that you think they'll burn? I fucking hope so. If they don't, like I'm I'm washing my hands with all these political parties. Like I already have. I'm I'm independent at this point, but there has to be some accountability at some point. There has to be. And if there isn't, then it's just a clear shit show and it's just disgust. You know, it's just Well, you, and it's been like that yeah, for fuck, how many years? It's fucking I mean, insane. They just, you know, they get to say and do whatever they want. They get a guaranteed paycheck. They get medical, and we're just here. So, so I just actually saw a really interesting meme that pays atten- that plays right into what you just said. It said, um, originally they didn't they didn't pay a salary for anyone. And um, this is way way back when they first started obviously their <laughs> they didn't pay a salary. They basically paid like a per diem or a stipend just while you were in session. 
Mm-hmm. And they said because if they paid you a salary that you could vote to raise on your own, which they can do now, which they you do become now. above the people rather than for the people. I mean, that's what and they it's are, super right? True. And if you look at like the state legislatures and stuff, those folks don't get paid. Yeah. You know, maybe certain positions. I'm not really sure, but they don't get. That's like kind of just out of the fucking goodness of their heart. It's because they care about their state. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, I. I mean. I've probably even burned some bridges with people in the last week or two just because of how fucking stupid this shit has gotten and how frustrating it is. Hey, YOLO. I, I legitimately believe that there are Democrats in D.C. that fucking hate this country. Like, it, they, they serve... I don't know if it's they hate this country. It's more like, I love me more. They serve, it's not they, the people. They serve so many special interest groups yeah. that every time they say, well, we can't do this or we can't do that or we're going to offend this or we're going to offend that, like... It just tears away the fabric of what America was built on. You know, we're destroying our history. We're changing all these normal or what was once normal cultural values. Like, I'm an open-minded and inclusive dude, but you're starting to, everybody's just starting to shove all this shit down people's throats, and I think it's going to fail. I just think it's, even Obama's been like, dude, dial it back. Like, Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, And I've said that a couple times now. Tony and I talked about it. I mean, it's just like, dude, got to slow down, you know? But there's hope, you know, there's hope because I, like I was talking with my niece Maddie and I don't think she, you know, I would have expected her to maybe be a little more um, left leaning, if you will, just because she's in high school this, this, this these days and um, we're from close to like a population density that tends to lean left, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I thought maybe she would, I, I don't know what she is and I don't think she knows what she is, but she's damn sure not like some raging but liberal. But she thinks for herself. She totally thinks for herself. And she doesn't that. let people yeah. manipulate and her. And I'm sure, I'm sure like as she develops her thought process, she'll have ideas on both sides of the fence and I'm proud of that. I would hope that she maintains that, yeah. si- that situation. I, I've tried to. Lately it's been difficult, but I don't know. We'll see. So this whole impeachment thing is going to the Judiciary Committee here pretty soon and um, old Nadler, he's a piece of work, that one too. He'll uh, he'll run it. I don't know. People are talking censure rather than impeachment. They'll just say, hey, like, it's basically Congress coming together and saying, hey, you know, POTUS, like, you're wrong. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see Adam Adam Schiff get censured, too, for being a fucking corrupt bitch. It's like, like you just don't know because you don't. <laughs> yeah, they're just <laughs> slapping like, each other on the wrist. Who knows? More drama. Yeah. I don't know. It's frustrating. There's just so much shit that they could be doing to help this country, you know? And instead, they're focused on their little piss fight because, you know, I mean, isn't 2020 like in a couple of days? Well, that's you know that's what where I mean? We're at. Like I think that's where the average American is at. Like, dude, just beat them at the polls, man. Yeah. Like, let, them, let the like, people let's decide. all vote let, again. Yeah, let the Americans decide. And like let the American people figure we're it out. so close to 2020. It's like it really is a fucking waste of time. Like, mm-hmm. sh- sh- shut the fuck up and yeah. let us vote. Let us vote for sure. And it's not like he's he's been bad for the U.S. You know, the economy's booming. Lowest. Uh like unemployment rates across the board, you know, in, in yeah. every spectrum you can think of. I mean, it's just like, come on, man. At what point do you just let the guy do his work and, and just let it go? But it's like, uh, you don't see that in the news either. You mm-hmm. don't see the, some of the bills that he's passed or signed. And you just hear more about, it's just the, impe- that's all you see is the impeachment. I'm like, Show some stupid cat videos or something. <laughs> you know, like... Let's get back to when the internet was fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like... Uh, it's everywhere. It's... Ugh. All right, my boo-boo. I'm all fired up again. Yeah. You don't like it when I say boo-boo, huh? No, I mean, I don't <laughs> I don't hear you when you say it. <laughs> <laughs> Tune that part out. So you, you say whatever yeah. you want. <laughs> what do we got coming up? 
uh, I just got to work until we go on vacation. Just pass these next 14-ish days mm-hmm. and go overseas. <laughs> it's been a long time, huh? Yeah. I'm excited. I'm not looking forward to the planes, but I am. It's all good. And the kids love it. Yeah. I love airplane food. Well, I, I don't know. Well, I mean, because we're going overseas, the airplane food is Yeah, amazing, but I got a lot so. coming up, too. So it's, I'm, I'm, oh, yeah, you're traveling. Suddenly again. jaded about, about. And our son is going to turn seven. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. Don't know what we're going to do yet. Mm-mm. I think because we're just trying to get overseas. <laughs> so, yeah. I love the little fucker, but he had to tuck his birthday right in between these holidays, you know? Just had to had to sneak it in. Well, he just he showed up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we had no choice. <laughs> <laughs> That's another conversation. <laughs> all right, my love, you got anything else? No. You're all good? Yeah. You're all vented out. I was that did I vent? Mm. You listen to I me. I talked. Then. All right, guys. Hope everybody had a safe and happy holiday. Like, share, subscribe. Do your boy a favor. Push it out to your people. Certainly appreciate it. Till next time.